What does it mean to pray? Prayer is your connection to God. Prayer is your strength, your refuge, and your power. Prayer gives you what you need to tackle the pressures of this life on earth. So I'm your girl, Sierra Campbell, here to encourage you. Prayers to the Young Girl is a podcast here to motivate you and to cultivate a life of intercessory and to show you that you can overcome any and everything with the power of the Holy Spirit. So welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, so welcome back to Prayers to the Young Girl, another episode we are back with you and I just want to talk to you guys today about Little Sierra, a little bit more about how we got here and just how I was able to identify the root of some of my traumas and my insecurities and how God began to process my healing journey. Um, I definitely believe that talking to the young you helps with the adult you. Getting to the root of those insecurities, those issues, those ways that seem unbreakable, good, bad, indifferent. Talking to little you, going back and realizing some things about self, whether it is just self-reflecting, alone and you're lonesome, talking to God, allowing him to reveal things to you, or even through a therapist or a counselor, family members who can help you pinpoint, why is it that I act this way? Why is it that I react this way to certain things in my life? Well, with little Sierra, um, I do know, of course, because I'm her. <laughs> um. I know that for me, when I was younger, I remember a lot of just not really understanding what it meant to love yourself first. I gave out a lot of love to people. I was always the type of young girl who gravitated to people who would give me love who I felt like I was, it was easy to love them doing things. I love being a part of people's like activities or just like feeling like I was wanted. Even in like the smallest of sense of just being invited somewhere or I know in church, even I loved when some of the older people in the church would use me to help clean up the Sunday school classroom or it just felt good. It felt like, wow, you know, like I'm seen. And I, I definitely uh, even now realize that a lot of the root of that is because I was very insecure. I, I didn't know that I was special. I didn't know that I was seen as such a beautiful young girl, like such a pleasant and loving, just all around bubbly, all of those things were great. And people saw in me so much, but I definitely didn't see it in myself. I feel like because I am one of seven siblings growing up in a house where my older sister versus my younger sister, my older sister and I were a year apart. And then my younger sister and I were four years apart. And 
the root of that that I have went through in counseling and realized recently even more so that I felt like my sister and I, my older sister and I were so close. We were like almost inseparable, growing up together, going through school together. Things were great. And then here comes this new kid on the block, baby sis, (laughs) and um, stealing all my attention, stealing all of the love that people was giving me, the time. (laughs) And of course, when you're four, you don't realize that that's what your issue is, but it was. And it took me into a place where I had a need to be seen. I believe that's when I, I started actually throwing tantrums and things a lot. Of course, I vaguely remember that was quite some time ago, <laughs> but it I, I definitely have memories of throwing tamper tantrums. I would go in my room. I would get so mad because I felt like nobody cared about me. And I would throw all my teddy bears against the wall. Just childish things. <laughs> and um, even in school, I would act out in school. I think around that time, well, not when I was four, but growing up in elementary school, like I got to a point sometimes where I used to be like perfect student A's, B's. I was excellent in school. But I feel like because of a lack that I felt that I had or a void that I didn't even know at the time I was feeling, I do remember acting out a lot, trying to go the extra mile to get attention from people. And that's one thing that I I definitely realized. And the effect of that trauma is insecurity because I do believe that trauma is not always something tragic that happens, but it is event that plays in your life that affects your being, that affects your actions and your emotions. And so for me, feeling that lack of attention, feeling like my time was stolen from me or that people didn't care about me the same way anymore, it caused me to react in a way that... Now I'm going throughout life with this notion or this behavior that I got to do whatever it takes so people see me. I got to do whatever it takes so people know that I love them and that now they can love me back. I got to do whatever it takes so even if another person comes in the picture, they won't forget about me. Even if a person comes and they say they love me, maybe they don't know how to show me all the time if I'm not doing what I need to do. Maybe I played a part in why I'm not getting that attention, why I'm not getting that love, or why I'm not getting these things that I feel like I should have. But a lot of the times, it's nothing to do with any of that. It really is just a result of your mind feeling like you lacked something, like something was missing or you did something wrong because of not understanding all the parts that play in it. Like, of course, again, going back at four years old, a four-year-old doesn't know how to process that just because you have a new sister, a new sibling, that doesn't mean that 
mom, dad, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, friend, family, whoever doesn't love you. Your love didn't decrease. Now you have some families where it may feel that way. Or you have some families in in a sense even to do have some disconnect, some discord. A parent may treat this one better than this one. But in when it all said and done, that's not how God sees us. And coming to this place in my life right now, that's what I realized. It's not even about mom or dad or sister, brother. It's about God. And that four-year-old girl, Sierra, was just as important as the newborn Daisha. Was just as important as my older sister was just as important as my mom, my dad, anyone who came around, anyone who was in our lives, anyone who I encountered throughout the years who I felt like people saw them before they saw me. But no, God always saw me. He always saw that I was standing right there. So just as I said before in the previous episode remember even that person that little girl who thought she was invisible that little girl who thought that she wasn't good enough you were perfect for God you were seen by God and as I realized these things those insecurities begin to find a healing I was able to get to the root of those things. And I started going to therapy because I realized in my life that I couldn't understand why I was repeating these same patterns and habits and always finding myself low and down and hurt and depressed and sad and anxious, feeling like no one understood me. But truly, it was because I didn't understand myself and who God created me to be. And he created me solely just to be loved by him and to give love back. And once I realized that through therapy, through establishing and reconciling and building my relationship with Christ, I was able to start talking about the hard stuff. I was able to start talking about how it affected me. But then I also was able to start the process to healing. I was able to release the hurt so that I can get the healing that I need. And it's an everyday journey. It's not over. It's constantly going. But because God is with me and because I'm able to talk about the hard stuff, I'm able to identify the things that has happened to me, the things that I felt, the things like even when I was younger, I was unfortunately I was mishandled sexually and it introduced this level of wanting as well this level of needing in ways that I didn't understand as a child but God was able to use that and allow me to be in a place now that because I identified that hurt and I was able to release it and allow him to heal me and work on me and work on my heart and my mind I can go out to another woman who's been through some things and I can be able to share my story with you all and say that 
It's all working for the glory of God. It's all working for you to be better. It's not the end of you. It's not the thing that's going to make you. It's actually the thing that is going to make you better in God, make you better, a better mother, a better wife, a better friend, a better daughter. Because when you start to identify the root of the issue, the root of the problem, you can start that process to getting what you need, to going to therapy. When you identify, the first thing with going to therapy, as many people I know you've heard before is understanding that you even have a problem to begin with. So when I, once I realized, I actually, uh, yeah, everything ain't all together. I, I got to figure some things out. I'm not as good as off as I thought I was. Yeah, I have great qualities, but there is some damage there that I got to get a hold of because it's affecting my life. I read this book one time. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. And it talks about how trauma has such a huge effect on how we live day to day. Our actions, our behaviors, how we're able to love one another, how we're able to receive love. It's a really good book. Um, You guys should check it out if you want to, if you can. I don't remember the author, but it's called The Body Keeps the Score. And in reading that, it also opened up a new way for me of, wow, there really are some things that I don't even probably even know how to process that has affected how I live today. But with all of that being said, with all of that identifying, with all of that getting to the root and going back to little Cece and realizing, oh, Cece was just a little insecure. Cece was just a little misunderstood. Cece didn't understand that she had a family that loved her no matter what. Cece didn't understand at four years old that actually having a baby sister would be such a blessing to her today that having a baby sister would be a chance for her to step up and show how much that she loves, that she can give. But the thing about it sometimes too is in the world that we live in, and unfortunately, unfortunately, with the enemy that is at odds with everything that is good, He wants to take those things, those insecurities, and make you believe something that is not true. And that's what happened to me. He made me believe that my family didn't love me half as much as they said they did. They didn't see me. He made me believe. I know at times I find myself as a little girl in a room and just feeling like, I'm surrounded by my family, but I don't even think they know I'm here. How many of you feel that way? And I feel like in those times, we have to be very careful because we're we're building up those insecurities as if it's true, as if it's set in stone. But that's not what God says. So with that, I had to learn to let go. And let God direct me. 
Let him be my fulfillment. Let him be able to reconcile those voids with my family, with friendships. I went through life and even with friendships because I went and thought this way about myself, felt like I had to go the extra mile to be seen and be loved and that people didn't understand me. In loving so hard, it caused me to be hurt so much. And I thought it was because of something I lacked. Not simply just because people didn't know any better. People didn't know Christ. But what I also realized is I don't want to be that person. Because I also find myself sometimes where I wasn't just a victim. But I was the one doing the harm. And so God had helped me. I had to realize God helped me because I don't want to do that. So as I began that journey of healing, I learned how to pray. I learned how to cry out to God and ask him to help me. Ask him to fill these voids. Ask him how to go back and identify those things that are not so pretty. If I could do it, you can do it. So I encourage you, go back and talk to that little girl. Talk to her. Identify what those changes need to be made. Identify why you act the way you act. Whether good, bad, or indifferent, identify it anyway. And take it to God and ask him to be bring clarity of it all. And from that, how he can use that, because not just about identifying it, getting your healing is great, but now what do I do with it? Now, how do I use my story to edify someone else, to bring bring glory to Jesus and thank him and be grateful that even though that thing hurt me, Even though the enemy thought it was going to tear you down and destroy you, I encourage you to know that God is going to use that same thing and bring a beautiful, 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 sorry, a beautiful woman of God out of that. And she will do great things. I never could have imagined that I would be here today. Never would have thought that that broken girl who wanted to be loved so bad would be so excited about loving on everyone else through Jesus, through Christ. Be so excited about telling you all how much I have just, uh, I have just been in a place of awe of God. I never would have thought. So uh, again, I encourage you all, and I love you guys so much. Father God, I thank you for my sister here today. I pray that this has allowed her to be able to see you and to feel you and to know that you are there with her. I pray, oh God, that she feels your presence and that she knows that she is important in this world that she is important to you 
and that she is important for the vision of life that you have for her. I ask that you allow her to identify the little self, identify the insecurities, identify why she acts the way she acts or talks the way she talks, walks the way she walks, dresses the way she dresses, eats the way she eats. Help her, God, to see it all and to take it back to you so that she can overcome, so that she can exceed, so she can be lifted up, so that she can be broken for your good. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I love you guys. Wow, I am filled with the love of Christ, and I hope you are too. I pray you walked away from this episode with just a little more strength, a little more fight, and a lot more power. Continue to pray without ceasing, and remember that God sees you, and He hears you. I am here for you, my sister, lifting you up in prayer, holding your hand as we journey as disciples together, tackling the adversities of living in the flesh, but operating by the Spirit. I love you, my sis, but God loves you best. Please like, comment, follow, but more importantly, share this blessing of faith with another sister and go forth inspired with glorious deeds to do. See you soon.